Welcome back to the last episode of 2021 of Two Pastors and a Mic. My name is Corey. And I'm Shanik. And we're so glad that you joined us. We've got a special episode for you. But if you would please write a review, if you haven't already, on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you share this on your social media accounts. Text it to your friends. We appreciate all the love and support. Absolutely. And we already got word that we are over a 1,000 downloads for the month of December, which is the most downloads in a month we've ever had. So thank you so much for listening and continue to share, man, we are going to get to 10,000 very soon. So thank you so much. Hopefully before the end of the year, Oh, that would be awesome. But I'm not going to say that because I don't want to be disappointed. (laughs) I'm not sure it's going to happen months ago. Yeah. Now I'm we're, good. Now we're a couple. Now we're like a thousand off, and now it's kind of disappointing. Even yeah, because like, we're so smokes. close. Maybe we'll be like five hundred <laughs> off, but it's okay. We'll get there. Question of the week: We're coming up. New Year's is in a couple days. Yep. What's your? Do you have New Year's resolution? Do you even like New Year's resolution? Well, let me just what say. Year, hold on. Wow, I, I want to say that, that I have a love-hate relationship with New Year's resolutions. <laughs> so I hate them because most of the so. resolution, right? You resolve to do something. And I hate them because people set themselves up for failure big time, big time with resolutions. They go overboard. They come up with these like enormous, almost impossible situations to accomplish in a full year, let alone they have the mindset they're going to get it done in a month. And so they give up, you know, and I'm not just talking about working out or eating right or all that stuff, but that's included in that. But I feel like they go a little bit too big. Sometimes people do. And so they just set themselves up for failure. And I hate it because a lot of times resolution, I don't know, I have no stat in front of me, but I would venture to say that most, so that's over 50% for sure. Most people's New Year's resolutions probably fail within the first six months. You want the actual statistic? Yeah, give it to me. Well, it's according to John Acuff, 92% of New Year's resolutions fail. Yeah. So, so I really just don't like them. I, I don't mind if people don't do it. And if you don't have any, that's fine. But I will say now, here's, here's the <laughs> twist, right? Here's the tension. I said I have a love-hate. But as a leader, I also love that people are even thinking about, right? This is the perfect time as we come to a year end and approach a new year for people to think about some things they want to change in their life. And I think that's a good thing. They need to be thinking that you need to be thinking about some things that you want to grow in, that you want to learn, that you want to change about your life right now. And if you don't have anything you need to change, or you feel like you need to change, you probably need a new set of friends that can tell you some truth right now. I like your energy right now. You don't usually have this kind of energy when we do well, the podcast. Just as we approach the new year, I just, I, I, I'm very passionate one <laughs> about people and you know, changing the trajectory of their life and their destinies. And you know me, like even it's something I preach, like people are one decision away from a completely different life. Yeah. And so the decisions you make are so important. And so that's why I say this love hate relationship. If you want to do it, make some resolutions. Great. You need to be thinking about it. Go ahead and set some down. But also, I, man, I just hate it because I so hate that people give up. You just like the word goals then instead. And do you have I, any? I mean, maybe goals. I mean, right now, the only thing I've been thinking about is I have this next year in 2022, and maybe we'll get into this a little bit later on the podcast, but I just feel like I need to um, maybe get better at my calendar and get better at scheduling my like weekly routines. And now mm-hmm. there's, as a pastor in a ministry, right, there's always those things that... um you don't know day to day what you're going to get into or what phone call you're going to get or someone needs help or something comes up and you got to address those things. You can't just 
leave them. Um, but for the most part, I would say 80 to 90% of my week, I know what I need to get done or get accomplished. But sometimes I just, I don't know, I, I let some things go. I procrastinate a little bit. And so sometimes I get triggered or frazzled or angry a little bit too easily. And I've come to the decision that, or the, to the conclusion that that's because my scheduled week isn't like detailed. Yeah. So just so, getting more disciplined around yeah. a routine. Yeah. I love that. I, I don't like New Year resolutions as well, uh, but I do like goals and I have set some goals for me. I, I want to release some eBooks. I think the way that people even consume material, so to speak, like yeah, I, I'm trying to get away from books, especially since like I'm not a big name artist is releasing quick, you know, 15 to 20 minute books, longer than a blog, but shorter than a book. So release eBooks. I haven't decided. I'm probably going to go away from trying to release an eBook once a month. So get a, yeah. maybe that's my goal for 2023 yeah. and just focus on like two or three ideas or topics. And you know what's crazy? And I'm just thinking about this just now. So we released Transition, which was a win for us this mm -hmm. past year. The, the book transitioned. Well, but get, you're getting ahead of the it, Well, I know, but I'm thinking about it right now because what you're just saying. Um, but we we bought 200 copies to <laughs> give out. And we went through one box. So I think we gave out or sold 100 copies. So we actually did this podcast, I think a whole month, right? On transition. We did, yeah. At least three weeks on it. And I think we got in that month, 800 to 1,000 listeners. Mm -hmm. Us talking about transition. So what was better, us releasing a book or the Probably. podcast on well, transition? I just think podcasts are easier <laughs> to consume. So they, yeah. I know. So, But I like what you're saying about these eBooks. Like, I don't know if people are going to be reading or sitting down right. and releasing or reading a full out novel or hundreds of pages, but they'll digest, you know, an ebook or something short yeah. or 15 to 20 minutes, one a, a setting, 15, 20 minute reading. That's why we did the trans transition book that way. And we've got great feedback, but I love that you're yeah. thinking about like new mediums and, and things to, to venture into. Yeah. And part of my challenge from this past year was really continuing to go slower in life. I got a new tattoo. It just says B it's in my daughter's handwriting. It's right on my right hand. And that's been like my challenge of like, be more present uh, be satisfied in my life and every aspect of it. Be still, you know, quit getting so anxious by outside circumstances. And I, I think one of our biggest challenges as human beings is we forget that we're human beings and we think that we're human doers. And so, yeah, really just trying to more be in the moment, so to speak. And so, yeah, continue to go slower. In fact, next week, the whole month of January on the podcast, we're going to go through and discuss the book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, yep. which we did uh, a Facebook live video in 2020 during the pandemic, like right at the beginning of the pandemic, we yeah. did this and had a ton of great feedback, but it challenged me specifically over the last year and a half. And it's really changed my life, what I've applied. And so we're going to be talking about that next month on the podcast. Right. And some of you listeners went through that with us over the summer. But if, um, if you didn't and you haven't gotten that book, we would encourage you, even right now on this yep. episode to go order that book and walk along through it with us in the month of January. Yeah. And, but I love that. Just be like really practicing being present in the moment yeah, and not sure. just concentrating on what you do. Like I have a hard time with that. So for sure. definitely something I need to yeah. work into. So some wins I mentioned transition book. Yeah. So, so what do you have Corey? That would be wins as you know, we conclude the year. What would be some wins for you in 2021? Yeah. So we talked about the art of celebration a couple episodes back. So we're going to celebrate some wins. Definitely that transition book one, definitely the success of this podcast, Again, thank you for listening and hanging out with us two pastors on our thoughts as we dissect some controversial issues, just some life issues, and just 
things in general. Right. Because we, we actually have over 9,000 downloads. Did you ever think no. that this is the success we would have it's in great. this? That blows me away. <laughs> it blows me absolutely away. And so, yeah, thank you for listening. But I, I, this is one of my favorite things we've ever done in terms of ministry-wise, just giving content out. And I think it's the easiest way for people to consume. Um, yeah, I have a big life transition coming up. And so I'm going to save some of that because I know you're going to talk about this in a moment. But kind of moving out of the space of youth pastor here at Hill City and moving into a different season. And there's a lot of anxiety that comes with that. I'm a very planned person. So like not knowing my exact day to day and what it will look like and figuring that out brings a lot of anxiety to me, but I'm excited as well to figure out what life is going to look like in the next two, three, four, five months. Um, one of the biggest wins was going through TLP, which, you know, I'm a huge proponent of counseling and TLP is just our, what it, right. So TLP, I was just going to explain that real quick to our listeners in case they don't know. Um, we actually have a, um, LMFT, a licensed marriage and family therapist that come up and spend, she spends a whole day with our team once a month and her last name is Tackett. So we call it the Tackett Leadership Program. So mm -hmm. that's what we're going through right yeah. now. Yeah. And so it's just been really good to dissect week one. We talked about stretch goals, kind of what we're talking about now. And I had three stretch goals for the nine months. And one of them was, you know, start and finish my master's, which I've already started a master's in counseling. I've absolutely yep. loved it halfway through. Um, the second one was letting go of people's opinions of me and not being affected by it negatively. And that has, I'm a totally different person than I was four months ago. And even you can listen back to one of our earliest podcasts. Um, it was dealing with criticism or, and get the funk out were the titles of those ones. And you can actually, if you go back and listen to them now, you can tell how frustrated I was in that season as we recorded that podcast raw, like as we were sitting in those emotions, but I, that like processing that and speaking it with people um, to really help myself overcome some of the negative negativity that people have towards me, mostly people that don't even know me that I hear from secondhand of talking trash about me. And so letting that go. And then the third one is just being more grateful and really focusing my mindset on being appreciative of the things in my life and what I'm going through and setting time to celebrate those things has been monumental for my last. And yeah. so that's TLP. So that's three, right? Podcast transition, TLP. What's, what's two more? Let's, let's, and let's the transition book. And then the fifth one would be, um, just ultimately, this is going to sound terrible, but the feelings that I have for my kids. And I've talked a lot about this from the stage at Hill City Church. I had a lot of resentment towards my kids early on. I didn't like my kids early on. I didn't fall in love with Scarlett until much after many years. I actually remember exactly when I fell in love with both of my kids. It uh, Scarlett was three and Henry was almost going to turn five. And so they're, they're five and seven now. And this past year was huge for me in just enjoying being around them. Um, I, I, I hate the toddler and adolescent and, and baby you stage. Mean, or Sorry, yeah, I hate yeah. the baby stage. But even like the toddler stage was really rough for me. And I don't even mind how crazy. My kids are crazy and they're talking back now. And I know some parents are like, just wait till they talk back. I secretly love it. it it's like a joy to me, even though I get frustrated with them in, in their attitude and talking back because they at least can communicate with me how they feel and me being uh, getting more in tune with my feelings and how I express myself, their disrespect or how they express themselves again is the only thing that they, they're, they're processing even at a young age. And sometimes their temper tantrums are because they don't know how to express their feelings. And me just sitting in those moments with my kids, it's been, it's been so fun. It's been my, my, that sounds terrible. Yeah. That Several I didn't times love my this kids, year you've but. said, man, I just love 
being a dad now. Like I love it. it. I love it. Amazing. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Right. But yes, yeah, so that's yeah, been a big change okay. in growth for me. Yeah, it has been a big growth area for you, and I've got to witness it firsthand. So yeah. <laughs> I, I love seeing it. So, all right. So that's your top five wins for the year. So of course, the two that you mentioned the podcast and the transition book, those would be in my top five as well. So I'll give you three different ones. So first off, really the sabbatical and the the time that I was able to just get away from this place, all the responsibilities that I've carried now for 10 years in pastoring, being able to step away and fully give my attention to my family and also myself. Like there was a great time where I just got to focus on just me and just doing some things that I love to do and not feeling just the weight of several hundred people and everything that they're going through, which yeah. I do carry that Big and time. I do feel that and getting out of that weight a little bit just was, was huge for me. And kind of along with that, my fourth win would be just the team that I've, I've built here and I've poured into and that I've pastored now for, for 10 years, some, some less than, you know, um, than that, just some of them the last few years, but having a team here where I can step away for, for sabbatical, uh, a team where I can start really fulfilling some things that I'm passionate about and releasing or delegating or doling some of that out to the team here and being able to step away and the team just absolutely killing it, a team that I can trust, mm-hmm. a team that I'm just confident in. And, and that's been, I think, a huge win for me as the leader of the team, of, of the people in yeah. the team here at Hill City. I think it's just been absolutely amazing. Um, and then along with that, I think the last one, so you mentioned it briefly, um, but I got to spend some time and really um, get to a place where um, I know a transition needs to happen for you and for me. And we've actually been looking for, for someone for a couple of years now. A couple of years. Um, but we didn't want to force anything. We wanted it to kind of grow organically out of a relationship or a connection. And just that's happened recently. And then just really just navigating that and and being able to um, just being able to get someone that that I would trust and I do trust and that I feel like is a great fit for us and this family that they would be family to have them come in. Um, so that's happening. Yeah. And just, I'm so excited about that. I'm excited about, um, the transition. His name's Austin, his wife's Elizabeth for them to come in from California. I'm excited for, for you and the, the elevation and promotion that you're getting into some different areas. And I know right now, um, people are like, what's, you're, you're what's a little being said, you haven't <laughs> really said what's happening. I just did. I, I know, but Kent for, Austin it, coming in. We haven't even announced this to our church. Yeah, we yet, haven't. So you're so. kind of just getting the the. Um, well, here's the announcement. The introduction of it in February. Hill City Church will have a new youth pastor. Yeah, and his that name will is be Austin announcing with his wife. But there's going to be a transition, yeah. though. You're still going to be a part. Yep. You're still going to oversee. I'm and, moving away. And uh, no, don't say that. <laughs> just Come kidding. on. Just you're going to throw something like that out there in the podcast, just and then kidding. people. I'm Only staying. hear that, and then now rumor the rumor mill is going to go crazy. Well, let's kill the rumor. I'm staying. Yeah. Still so, gonna but be you're going to oversee that and still be involved in new student ministry. Um, but uh, but yeah, Austin, his wife's coming in from California, and they're going to be taking that over in February, which I'm super excited about. We're um, super really pumped got, to have you, Austin. Yeah, and Elizabeth. It's going to be awesome, and you know, just for you, uh, like I said, the elevation and promotion that you're getting um, into a level of. The teaching pastor Hill here at Hill City. I know you talked about getting your counseling degree, mm-hmm. um, so really uh, moving into that area as well, and then to just take on more ownership 
uh, pouring into not only the team here, but establishing just leaders, yeah. whether it's in-house, connect groups, whatever that may be, um, for you to like really facilitate that was going to be just, I think, awesome, but also a huge relief for me that I can focus on a few areas, like I said, that I'm passionate about and really not only getting in the community even more than I already am, but I love connecting people to the community yeah. and connecting people to needs that they can meet right away. And so, um, so yeah, so that's just a win for me too, is, is really just creating that here at Hill City um, for, for us, for the people and for our community. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, right on. So let's do a couple fun things here as we close this yeah. last episode of 2021 is what was your favorite podcast that we've done over the year? This is episode 50. Crazy to think about that. 50. 50. Wow. So what was your favorite podcast? So out of the 50. favorite few. Um, I'm just going to go all the way back to the beginning as we started this thing. Podcast number one. It was pretty you awesome. You have permission. Yep. And. It's our most listened to. It statistically. is. But it's also number one. So it, people start yeah. there. People and start there that. and then they never listen to another one. <laughs> so it's either our best or our worst one, right? <laughs> uh, depending on who's listening. But no, for real, I love that podcast because we said from the very beginning of this thing that is our goal that this podcast would not only be a resource, but that it would be a tool that helps set people free. And that episode to me gave freedom to people um, unlike any other episode we've done. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times as a pastor, I get people that come in that just say, you mean I can do this and God still loves me? You mean it's okay if I want to do this? Now, in terms of our relationship with God, the answer is always yes. Yep. All things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. Yep. It's permissible. Yes. God still loves you. He's always going to love you. There's no condition on it. Now, what you're asking me about now, how's your wife going to feel about that? Let's have a conversation. Yeah. But just giving people freedom to to be okay to even think or process through some of the things that they're feeling or and to be them and just be themselves and yep. not worry how God feels about them. I think that's incredible. That's what I feel like my life mission is as well. And so, episode one, yeah, you have permission. Episode was my favorite. What was about you? It was a great one. Uh, I have like clusters. So like episodes twenty nine. 30 and 31, those three episodes were great where we talked about, you know, you're not broken. And then we unpacked sin nature, a big issue that prevents, in my opinion, a lot of people from seeing themselves for who they truly are. And then that that next one, episode 31, is then do all people go to heaven? And those were the questions that we received after unpacking the fact that you're not broken and the sin nature. So that that cluster of three. And then really the cluster of what, five episodes, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49. So six episodes. Uh, the one we just came out the of. The one we just came out of. The whole deconstruction, uh, our deconstruction series. What is it? How to process through it. And some specific areas that we deconstructed. And hopefully you were encouraged by that. Hopefully you were challenged by that. Hopefully you were set free by that. Hopefully you came to this realization that you can ask some questions. You have permission to doubt some things, specifically even in the Bible and even with your relationship with God. And so yeah. hopefully that was free. But I mean, those th are my those were great. Especially, I mean, honestly, I know we just came out of it, but the deconstruction series, if we're just basing it on how many people personally reached out to us to let us know how yes. much that meant to them, yep. of course it has to be deconstruction. Honestly, we, we have pastor friends feedback. of ours, people that aren't even a part of Hill City here, that are even other places in, in the country we're reaching out and really appreciating the dialogue that we yep. were having around this. 
and uh, it was very freeing to people. Yeah. So, so we had absolutely. people. We had people I'd never even knew existed reach out to me. They yeah, had no idea same. they even listened. Yep. And then we've had people even purchase the book from our website because of the podcast, which that's pretty cool because that's never happened before. Yeah, super so. cool. So second question, uh, what is your favorite sermon and then also favorite sermon series that from we, 2021 that we did at Hill City? And this might prompt some of you to go back and listen. And if you have listened to it already or were here, maybe you re-listen. Or if you are not a part of Hill City, we would like for you to go and actually yeah. search these on YouTube. They're all on YouTube. Yeah. My favorite sermon of the year is easy. Hands down, the sermon you preached in our Mosaic series where you had the boat and the bed on the stage. You took my answer. That's my answer. Oh, That so was your favorite? So your favorite was sermon one I is did. yours? <laughs> well, because I preached it and it was what I was feeling. And man, here's the deal, guys. I even like tattooed half my arm basically with this sermon. And so absolutely, it's one that impacted me yeah. the most is one that I had to preach. Was, what what it was called so people can look for it? Um, I mean, Mosaic Week 3 is probably is what it, it is. Was it Mosaic Week 3? I three? don't know. On YouTube. You can look it up real quick. But basically, let me just tell while you're looking at that um, and looking it up. So basically what I did is I did bring a boat and a, and a bed well, on stage. Well, don't explain it because we'll probably do an entire podcast. Well, I just want to say that there's this idea that, you know, Jesus is... Um, one of my favorite stories, Jesus is on the boat with his disciples. A storm comes. Um, the disciples are freaking out. Don't you care? We're going to drown. Jesus, we're going to die out here. Jesus gets up. He calms the wind and the waves. And he looks at his disciples and basically he says, you have little faith. And I've always heard that preached that the disciples should have had faith for themselves to calm the storm. Like that's great faith. But what I've learned, and this was a revelation I first got from Bill Vanderbush, a friend of ours, he said, the greatest revelation in that moment wouldn't have been for the disciples to calm the storm. It would have been for the disciples to join Jesus taking a nap. I love it. And I just talked about making your boat a bed. Yep. It was mosaic week three. Hey, so look you, at that. Off the top of my head. Uh, mosaic that week that three. Was very impressive. I don't believe that you didn't know that answer because it was your favorite sermon of the year. Like I have no notes over here. I'm just like, you narcissist. I'm just kidding. No, come triggered. On, triggered. <laughs> So we both had the same, same sermon, but do we have the same sermon series that was our favorite of 2021? Well, if you're what talking was about things that are tattooed on your wrist that motivated you, the sermon series we currently just came out of from Christmas, the mm. Christmas sheath was my favorite sermon so series of the year. Even though we did a lot of fun things, but that Christmas sheath is just, you know, meekness, blessed are the meek from Matthew 5 on Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Uh, meekness is a military term, a Greek military term that meant you had the ability to keep your sword in its sheath. So I have a sheath sword tattooed on my forearm. I actually just got it as uh, as a reminder of be someone who is meek because I had a false understanding of meek. I'd always thought meek meant like, oh, you're a pushover, meekness, passive, yeah. weak, but it's actually like a super courageous term of someone who understands their power but doesn't abuse it. And that's the type of leader I want to be. That's the type of Christ follower I want to be. That's the type of husband I want to be, dad I want to be, is I want to be a meek person. So, Right. I mean, just because we came out of it, that is a very good one. I thought about having that as my favorite, but it's not my favorite sermon series. And we had a lot of good ones. Like, you know, you never really think about it until you go back to look. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that was good. Oh, that was good. Like, like there goes butts. the neighborhood. I like big butts. Reverberate. Like, that was super cool. Um, and how we, like, like Tied that was just in. very yeah, creative. Was clever. It was very clever. <laughs> very clever and creative. But I just liked the sermon series Get the Funk Out. Yeah. Get the Funk Out. Like from but I think it's because of what it did in me personally and the process I was going through coming out of sabbatical and realizing 
all of the stuff that I just was carrying, all of the the mental junk that I constantly just replayed in my head. And there was this vis- vicious cycle that I just, and I'm still trying to break it. Yeah. And But the, the good thing is that came out of that series is really recognizing that I have the power to break it. You do. And so those of you listening now, you have the power to break the cycle. Whatever cycle you're in, whether it's negative self-talk, whether it's um, relationship like uh, struggles, whether it's whatever it is, you have the power to break that cycle. Yeah, I love that because that's the truth. And at the end of the day, well, let's close out this episode. Well, what have you been wrestling with or struggling with and what has been encouraging you in the process, especially through the year 2021? Man, for me, um, man, I, so right now, this is just a personal thing I'm going yeah. through. So Isaac, our, my oldest son, is... Uh, this has been your life the last <laughs> three months. Yeah, so he um, he just turned 16. And I've been looking for a car for him. And honestly, I've just exhausted myself looking. And it's probably, I think I calculated it, it's been over 80 hours, five or six failed trips, some of them as even far as like an hour and a half away. And... I. I'm just so like exasperated is the only word I know to say. Sure. And so right now, like that's just, just been a big struggle, but I kept, because you keep prying and well, what about this or what about that? And I've just had a place like, honestly, with some of my relationships right now, like I just don't have control over it. And right now I'm, I'm kind of in a grieving process, realizing that some of the relationships I'm in aren't going to be the relationships that, or, they're just not working out like I want them to. And the relationship isn't going as good as I want it to, but I have no control in that. Like I'm trying to do everything I can do, but at the end of the day, I can't control another person. And because I can't control another person, um, I'm kind of grieving the fact that some of my relationships are what they are and maybe they'll always be this way. Hmm. And that kind of sucks to sit in, to be honest, because I have some expectations that, man, maybe it just won't be that way. And I got to sit through that and grieve that and realize, realize that I can't step in and do anything about it other than what I'm continuing to do. And I can sit here and hope for change. I can pray for change. It doesn't mean change is going to come. And so I'm kind of grieving that. And because I don't have control in this, in that area, like I'm really controlling this. Like I can ask my son Isaac to help in the process, but like he really doesn't care. He's even said, dad, I don't care. I mean, it, it's a car. Like if it drives, I'm good, but I'm like, no, it's gotta be great. It's gotta be perfect. It's gotta be you're something your that dreams. you're like, <laughs> like super proud to drive. And I want to provide that for you as a dad. And I'm, I feel like I'm spending a good amount of money on a first car too. So I'm like, I, I just want it all to, to align. And so because I can't control some other stuff that's happening in my life, I'm really, over controlling this Hmm. and it's really affecting me. I don't, man, that was a lot Mm -hmm. right there, (laughs) but that's what you ask. So that's kind of what, what's been a struggle for me in the last six weeks, I would say as we end the year, that that's the life I'm in right now. Yeah. Man, thanks for sharing that. Heard. And that, and, and, you know, and the transition, but you know, I mentioned that earlier, like there's a lot of things that I just don't know how it's going to play out, how it's going to work out. There's, you know, yeah, there's a lot of that. I'm in a similar boat with just trusting the process. I mean, 
I shared a lot about what TLP has been doing for me personally in the beginning of this episode and dealing with, you know, letting go of other people's negative and unfair perceptions about me. And, uh, most of those people that have those unfair perceptions of me don't even know me. have never even had a conversation with me and letting that go has been really healthy for me, like figuring out the anxiety behind this transition huge. But like this past week, uh, I don't know. Julia doesn't listen to our podcast, so I'm going to get away with saying it, but yeah, don't go texting us. I don't need your text support. All I do is I, I need your silent prayers. And for those of you that are close with us, you can text me and whatnot. Just don't text Julia. But we we didn't get the greatest news at our 20-week checkup, and there's a lot of anxiety and fear around our kid. We have a, and, and it's not even that big of a thing. Like the doctors reassured us, we got uh during the 20-week checkup, we got our, our son, which we did officially find out it's a boy, but he has a choroid or choroid plexus cyst. He has a cyst in his brain, which uh, less than 1%. Like, like this thing will, they said, will dissolve itself in the next, you know, eight yeah. weeks. So it shouldn't be an issue, but they less said- Less than 1% less turn than 1%, into an issue. Less than 1%, uh, it's linked to- and So it's, 99% it'll be fine. 99% it'll be fine, but the less than 1%, it's linked to, and it doesn't cause, but it's linked to uh, trisomy 18. And we just, my, my brother and his sister and his wife, um, they just lost their baby last year to trisomy 18, and it, and it was horrible, you know? And like, you never want- people to experience that. And I, I get that people experience stuff like this with kids all the time. And like what you were saying, like it's totally out of my control and I just have to have faith and in the process, but it's hard to, when, when you have, you know, it's less than 1%. I'm believing I've, I had some good time with, with the spirit this morning, just talking like, it's going to be fine. It'll all work out and whatnot, but there's still that you know, that, that lack of trust or that insecurity or the, the anxiousness. It's just of an unknown. The unknown. It's unknown. The unknown. There's so many unknown things going into 2022 for me, even just with this job and, and then with our life and our personal life. Like it, it's a lot. And sometimes it's it feels too heavy to carry. And so I'm dealing with that personally right yeah. now as we record this. But I, I know that, that God's hands in it and it, it'll work itself out. Yeah. So. And the good thing is you reached out, you, you shared yeah. it with people, you shared it with me and you let people into your world. And I think that's the biggest encouragement I can give to our listeners is no matter what you're going through, um, let someone in, let someone know about it. And e- that's even with like resolutions coming up. Okay. You know, you want to set some resolutions. Don't just say, this is what I want to do. Get with someone and say, Hey, here's what I'm thinking. Can you help me come up with a plan? Love it. Because if, if you don't have a plan, I, wh- what I've always said is a dream without a plan is just a fantasy. Yeah. You don't want to live in a fantasy world 2022. Let, let's actually walk out some things where those dreams become reality and are just a regular part of our life. And Facts. I think that would be amazing. That's great. That's all we got for this episode. Again, hey, 2022. Enjoy the new year. Enjoy the new year, but share this podcast. Share Share everything about it if you love it, if you want to support and continue to let this yeah. spread across the United States. We'd love that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we would love to go into 2022 with 10,000 downloads. That would be awesome. And Do I'm going to challenge you to share this, not only this episode, but this podcast, just share it with someone say, Hey, check it out. I think this would help. And not only help people, but maybe just through dialogue and conversation. That's actually how you might get healing this coming up year in your life. And so we could just be a very small part of that. So we'd love for you to share this podcast. And with that, you know, even if you don't, it's okay, because guess what? You're loved and there's nothing you can do about it.